edition of Michigan High School Hang Time. We appreciate you being here. Scott Bernstein, TJ Kelly is here. I uh, want to thank our sponsors super quick, the MHSAA, Hungry Howie's Dough Razor, of course, BCAM, and Lawrence Technological University. I'm Lauren Plant. All right, so what we're going to focus on with the boys, I think, for this week is Division One because... After Monday, everything went. Into We've descended chaos. into madness. Yeah, exactly, yeah. but I want to credit, March Madness. I want to credit you right off the bat because you said that um, I, you know going into this season, you're like, I just don't think Clarkson's going to have it this season. And then I yeah. backtracked. <laughs> yeah. And now it's making me look. Yeah. You now you forward track. Yeah, exactly. You should have stuck with your. your first well, I still thought. figured they could win 17, 18, which they did. Yeah. I didn't know if they had the tourney push in them. And really, at the end of the day, what happened on Monday with the upset to Adams was just the really the inexperience factor that they'd been out running all year finally caught up with them frankly both I think on the floor and all due respect to Timmy Wasilk who I love on the bench I didn't really like the final sequence of that game you had 10 seconds left uh you know you're only down one they don't call a timeout and they they settle for a you know a, a deep three from from uh, straight away from Fletcher Lawyer. Now, yeah, you want Fletcher Lawyer shooting the ball, but if you're only down one, you got 10 seconds left, you got time to set up a play. I kind of would have liked to see them come out of the huddle and either try to get into the lane to Nicholson or have uh, Fletcher or Keegan uh, uh, drive to the basket. I didn't really like the 23 or 24 footer um, when you're only down one. But 37 points, should they have even been in that position? Yeah. It seems like they should have blown them out. No, now, but, granted, but, I don't want to take anything yeah. away from Adams. They were the white champ. Eight, you know, they you got have, you have all win. three all OA, OA champs in yeah. that district. In that district. Yeah. Well, I looked at that game Which as... crazy. I, I looked at that game as... in uh, seeing Adams, you know, not in... And I'm not... I'm, I want to give credit to yes, Adams. Yes, yes, yes. You know? Because they want up making a shot, uh, want want up making shots. You got three and starting freshmen. You got yeah, you got three starting freshmen on either team in the backcourt. Then you throw in a kid, Ethan and Merzian, who's only a sophomore. You know that's a really young group. You know to put some stuff on, and you know these we're used to seeing Clarkston and Foster and Poise. You know, and you know even with uh, C.J. Robinson and stuff like that, an experienced backcourt. And all of a sudden, you know, I, I I thought there was a Clarkston player that that flashed under the basket where it could have been a layup, you know. But at the same time, I think next year, as 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 the the evolution of of student athletes as players, you learn from your mistakes. You know, it's not the end of the world. And they know? got pretty and much it, everyone yeah. coming back, with the yeah. exception of Jake Jensen, who was a really solid role player. Yep. But they bring everyone back, and and, and he the, didn't hit, and, and he didn't hit a lot of shots. Yeah, you know, I mean, it, it was just the shots just didn't fall for either team, and that's why thirty. And, and at the end of the day, Adam, that, that that win took a lot out of Adams, and they had really nothing left in the tank uh, come second round, and they pretty much got blown out by Lake Orion. So yeah. right. Yeah, which yeah again was a surprise. Uh, and double one, di- double digits the yeah, whole game. Yeah, one more note on on that game. We got to credit the the six five big guys for Adams and what they were able to oh, do against Matt Nicholson. Georgie you know? and uh, yeah, George G- Uri and, and Solomon and, and Sean Nichols and and, Pre- yep. and Peyton Priestcorn who yeah. plays inside yep, Peyton, out. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So uh, you know, good on them. But yeah, again, then you got to get up and you got to play the next game. Uh, and uh, you this know, might be Oxford's year. All due right. respect again to, to Lake Orion, who definitely could pop Oxford in the a district final. They're playing in their own uh, in their own crib, but I, I just I, I've had a good feeling about Oxford all yeah. year, and I think this could be a team that, dare I say, make a run to the quarters. I think so. I for could, sure. I, I could. I could. I could see that. I mean, I, 
I don't think a team yeah. from the OAA Blue has ever been in the quarters, let alone maybe the regional finals. But. Right, right, right. Yeah. Well, and and that's not the. I'm at the. But this is not they, your. They have this to go is play a, the wall leagues and stuff like that. Yeah. Well, they would run into. Um, they would run into the winner of that LVC uh, district in the first round of the regionals. Okay. In the second round of the regionals, they would face the winner of the Bloomfield Hills district and oh, the Howell Orchard district. Lake, Mary's. So Linden most likely Howell. Howell versus Orchard Lake would be uh, the one uh, regional semi. And then whether Milford or Waldeck Northern wins versus Oxford or Lake Orient. Okay. Okay. So that's clear. Um, I'd say in another one, and again, um, you know, when you play as many times as these two do, talking about Detroit King and Detroit Cast Tech, uh, double overtime this one goes, a classic. Uh, you know, Jordan Whitford uh, was the hero again. Uh, right before the MLK Classic, you know, right around the uh, uh, time of the new year, and then he did it against 16 of his 18 points came after the third quarter. Wow. Uh, and they were able to uh, pull off a 55-51 He's a swag nasty win. in the backcourt, man. Right, and that's what just... seniors do. They step up. And because they've learned from the process, they've seen what mistakes they've made, and all of a sudden, hey, I want this pressure because I prepared. He's so for it. he's so gritty. He does yeah. nothing when you look at. It, he does nothing that wows you. He's not a guy that's gonna uh, pop you eight threes in a in a game. He's not a guy that's gonna score thirty points. But you know, he is so consistent. And so clutch. Yeah. Uh, coach on the floor, I mean, it sounds cliche, but he's the guy that does all the right things, all the little things, and he just, you know, the consummate winner. I yeah, mean, they, that's key for, for any coach. Hey, I want, I want a point guard with some consistency. And then John Massey, yeah. I mean, he's the, he's, the, he's the heart and soul of that, of that crew. I mean, again, not a kid that is going to blow up the stat sheet, but uh, hey, he gets it done. just, just Mark, brings a, a sir grind a lot. Pail. Yeah. Yeah, so, again, you know, it was a – you know, a good win for King. And again, when you play that kind of schedule all season long, uh, obviously they had played the Clarksons of the world and other really good teams. Uh, and again, these two, you know, King Cass, I mean, it's, yeah. you know, you could, it could be uh, badminton and, shout and out it's going to gonna be a yeah. war. Shout out to King too, because yeah. they, they lost to, they lost to Renaissance. They lost to Ann Arbor Pioneer. Then they come up and they've got to play Cass Tech. You know, I don't remember the last time I had, George Ward, when was the last time you lost three games in a row? Right. You know? And I now mean, King now, when was the last time. And now King is the last man standing in that triumvirate of PSL Powers, Renaissance, King, and Cass. King is the only one yeah. left here as we right. head into March. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty insane. Yeah, we're not through the districts here again. Uh, recording this on Thursday, so we haven't uh, quite got to the weekend. Uh, we have some opportunities, though, to check out. And really, I guess, if you, if we want to just kind of uh, put a little bow on D1, uh, TJ and I had the opportunity to see Ipsy and Ipsy Lincoln play last night in yep. the district semifinal. Uh, great atmosphere at Belleville, uh, packed to the gills. Uh, you know, Imani Bates. Uh, coming out, you know, just uh, just intense, great. Step back three. Marquise yeah. Browning back, and Lucas three. Henderson on the other side with exactly, uh, yeah. Team Brooks. Marquise came great first half yeah. for Browning. Yep. Uh, Bates equaled that with a great first half. Like you said, he was he was shooting it all around as well as you know when he was following up his shot, then slamming it down twice. Yeah, twice. Yeah. I mean, one was a three. Yeah, exactly. You know, or a seventeen foot jumper. I mean, that's yeah something I can't do. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's why we're on the mic, and they're on yeah, the somebody hardwood. Who was, who was exactly. somebody who's never been in my house? Yes, um, <laughs> but it really was a, a kind of a tale of two halves of Ypsilanti. Really, just couldn't get it going mm-hmm. in the second half. Um, you know, all props go out to uh, Christian Knox, yep. who uh, had 26 game high. For, yeah, he was great. Hit some big, big clutch shots for Ypsilanti, but. Um, 
uh, the the uh, they just couldn't you know get it together and Ypsilanti Lincoln uh, moves on uh, you know with the win they're going to face a Celine team yeah. that took down Ann Arbor Pioneer on the same they night they were they upset all around yeah. all around the well, state they lost twice to Huron they lost twice to Pioneer now when Huron and Pioneer are both out yeah. 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 When I when I, I when I got to the game yesterday, yeah, um, I was sitting with uh, the Ann Arbor Huron coaches, right, and, and I was just like a few minutes later or whatever, and Celine was already up. At one point, they were up twenty four to twenty four to twelve. I think it got down. To, you know, I think Pioneer might have taken the lead late, um, but then you know Celine came back through, and, and Coach Samaha at Ann Arbor Huron, he's like, "Why does it seem like everybody plays their best against us?" All right. You know, yeah. and it is when it is what it is. But shouts out to 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 Celine. I'm I'm at the I'm, yeah, um, uh, Yaklich was really good. The, um, yeah. the kid who's going to Penn State to play baseball, he was really good. Yeah, you know, I remember that was the third kid this year I walked up to. Hey, so what's going on? When, you know, with like your recruitment? Oh, I'm already off the board. You know. You know, Penn State. Yeah, like, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Like, what no, what am I missing here? Baseball. You know, yeah, baseball. You know, baseball. so yeah. So. I was at a buzzer beater last night. Go ahead. Uh, Wall Lake Northern, you know, avoided the upset bug uh, against crosstown rival Wall Lake Central, who had only won six games this year, but it looked like a team that had won at least sixteen. Uh, they shot about. 65, 70% from the field in the first half, got up by double digits in the second half, and then Waldick Northern uh, made a furious comeback and kept that magical season alive. They won 20 games, 20 and 2, uh, you know, best season in school history so far, looking to get that second di- district in program history. And uh, Troy Latimer t- took over the fourth quarter. The senior guard had 12 of his 14 in the fourth to lead the comeback. And then uh, Kevin Robertson, one of the best sophomores, definitely in Oakland County, probably in Metro Detroit, tipping at the buzzer off a of Latimer miss, and uh, you know Wall Lake Central or Wall Lake Northern surviving advance. All right, I think another one we have to mention is uh, Grand Blank beating Flint Carmen Ainsworth. Yes, uh, forty yeah. to thirty nine. Ty Rogers. Which we all, everyone wants to talk about the the, the Clarkson freshman yeah. backcourt, the Amani yeah. Bates. Ty yeah. Rogers is like, wait, don't don't look past me because I am a powerhouse in the making. Right. Hannah played really well for Mount Clemens, and they yeah. wound up winning another yeah. freshman. I mean, it, it's good to see a whole bunch of guys. Ty Rogers really took over really, that really game well. in the second half. Yeah, Trey Lewis at Ferndale has been playing really well, yeah. really well. I mean, they get to play against Warren Lincoln. Um, in, in their district finals. They, w- yeah. Uh, yeah. Ferndale's a team that really started to gain traction uh, in the second half of the year. Uh, they didn't get those transfers in like they thought they were. Uh, but, you know, uh, shout out to Juan Rickman to, you know, keep that keep that ship pointed in the right direction. And they just, you know, put their nose to the grindstone. And I think they've won 12 or 13 games. And, and, and that's a team that is still dangerous with Sudi McElroy and, and uh, uh, um, Tiante McKeithen and mm-hmm. And and Lewis and yeah. that that's a team that could make some noise. And the thing is, they their opponents have to find ways to score because Ferndale's going to score. You have to be able to score seventy points, you know. And that was pretty much the thing with East when when Juan was at East East, East English Village was that you had to keep them under seventy because you're not going to outscore them. And I think that that's one of the thing that the Oakland County, the OAA, um, these districts and stuff like that that they're going to have to find out. And it's not like you can just go. I need you to score thirty. It's been you know, a roller. Co- it's been a roller coaster of the season. They went from probably a top team in the state if they had all those yep. transfers to oh wait those transfers aren't going to be eligible. They got the wait a year. Oh now they're an afterthought. We've forgotten about you. Then they had a real strong finish to the year. They they popped Oxford. I mean we talked about the OA blue. Was it OA blue? Yeah. You know. Yeah. With we, Oxford, we've, we've Pon- talked about them with, with Oxford, Oxford Pontiac. And some of these other yeah. Guys. yeah. 
And then just a quick D2 shout-out, Cranbrook Be Country Day, probably for the first time in 40 years. Yeah, how about Voss lives in at Chippewa Valley? Yeah. You know, I mean, he's on the he's on the verge of retiring. I um I heard Marvin Cushenberry might be retiring at Romeo. Right. Um, got to see you know unfortunately they wound up losing um you know to Oxford. Uh, but yeah, I mean it, we're in kind of a uh, we're, we're knee deep into uh, March Madness, yes. and it's I not know, even yeah. March yet. I know. Yeah. Right. I know. It's you gotta crazy. wait a whole nother. 13 hours. We're going to wrap up our D1 conversation um, quickly with, I just kind of think where the, the, the power structure kind of lays now. Obviously, UD Jesuit is there. We're the cream of the crop, still the cream of the crop. Who are the other teams, in my estimation, that are still alive that I really, really like moving forward? Um, the Canton Chiefs. Mm-hmm. You know, only one defeat. Uh, Mr. Basketball candidate, B.R. just white. They exactly. still have to be Wayne, which yeah. is going to be tough for them. Yep, yep, yep. They're going to have to, yep, in the final. So, you know, again, but, uh, you know, able to uh, take care of John Glenn and other Mr. Basketball finals. We'll be talking Mr. Basketball in our B-Cam segment later in the show. Um, obviously, I, I think another team, you know, you could you could look at something like a Mount Pleasant. Yeah. Who are, you know, are still alive, 19 Imagine wins. Mount Pleasant versus Oxford to get to the semis. <laughs> right, but I was just kind of like for you guys uh, in Division One because that's what we're kind of focusing yep. on today. Where do you think are the ones you know the moving forward that we'll we'll still be talking about next week as we get deep into regionals? I, mean, I, I would love to. I mean, I imagine the state would love to see you know just as a, an exposure for everybody to see Imani Bates. Um, kind of a fashion like yeah. uh, Josh Jackson a few years ago yeah. at Miles Bridges. But Josh um, Jackson didn't go to Breslin until his sophomore. Yeah, year. until the sophomore yeah. year. But I mean, but they still lost to you know getting to the I think the quarters and then they wound up losing to Beecher. Uh, Monty Morris wound up going. I caught the last two minutes of that game. Packed house at point at Old Pontiac Northern. Okay. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, I, I, yeah. let's say this. Maybe Madelon, Roseville might sneak yeah, into Roseville. Uh, I mean, if it's Roseville versus U of D Jesuit, I man, I could see that. I could see. King versus Ann Arbor. Nobody. I mean, yeah, yeah, Skyline's, yeah, they're still not, alive yeah, right yeah now. Skyline's going the opposite way. They got to go yeah. Dexter. Okay. They got to go the Dexter route. So, yeah. Um, I like over on the west side of the state, Muskegon. Muskegon. I was about yeah. to say Muskegon. Madawan is undefeated. I mean, they've right. got two Division One guys in their front court. Even though Nolan Foster, like guys are like, why is he still on the board? Six eleven, athletic, good or eight frame, strong grades. You know, active. You know, kind of things that you can't like. Uh, put in the ground for a day and it'll grow for yeah. you. Yeah. yeah. How about Okemis? I like I like Okemis as well. You, you know, know they got they got tested. I they'll this probably, is, they'll this probably is be taking on Matawan in the regionals. Well, let's say this: they've got to get past Lansing Eastern yes. or Lansing Everett. Lansing, Lansing Everett, yeah. I believe, beat Grand Blank um, early in the season. Okay. Lansing Everett's one of those teams where they can kind of yeah, you know, ten and twelve on the season. Yeah. So you wouldn't but you, you don't wouldn't necessarily think about know it, but what when you're yeah. playing a tough schedule and you're yeah. obviously in ba- battling in games. Yeah. yeah, we could see that. So um, yeah, that's so that's kind of uh, you know, Dewitt's still out there. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. I like I'm, eighteen wins. I, I'm, I've been champion. and Orchard Lake's still alive too. Which Orchard yes. Lake, but I, I've been championing Catholic Central Catholic all year. Central's I was really still alive, only, yeah. Not to pat myself on the back door, yeah. but I was the only one talking about these guys in the it's preseason. Um, they've had a really good uh, season so far. They got three seniors, three senior tri captains, and Brendan Downs, Justin Rukat, and Davis Lukomsky, all at least Division two players at the next level. Uh, Brandon Sanawi comes over from leading Novi to a. Uh, 
Final Four berth last year, moves over to the Catholic League and didn't really miss much of a beat with this Catholic Central team. Uh, they handled Farmington last night, and then they're going to play Northville in the district final. Okay. I, I see a long run in, in their future, and then I'm riding with Oxford. Yep. Uh, Was Northville over... North Farmington, uh, Northville, like a pretty upset, pretty big upset, or no? I mean, Northville's Northville had like a better rat. Northville like had a better record. Uh, North Farmington kind of peaked too soon, yeah. and they were really fading hard down yeah, the stretch. Had trouble generating offense. Yeah, uh, really you know, they need to get more out of their backcourt going forward. Uh, you know, mm. it, 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 next year their their whole backcourt returns. So another year, they'll get better. All right, quickly, okay. uh, yep. kind of across all divisions, what are you looking forward to the most here uh, as we get towards the district finals here in the weekend, and as we get into early next week? I, 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 just give me, Go just ahead. give me uh, Bridgeport, give me Williamson, give me Rouge, Benton, Harbor, give me. Uh, I, I know that there's was uh, New Haven. You know, if there, if Chandler Park is there, I mean. That means that we've got six or seven teams that have like three to four losses between them. I think Romeo had another triple double last night. He's got like 12 for the year. Yeah, they won like 183 to 17. (laughs) Yeah, my goodness. Most most people are lucky to get one triple double in their career. Algonac was 0 20. Yes. Yeah, 0 20. That's like their first year of their hockey team. We were talking about that (laughs) yesterday. Yes, exactly. Yeah, Safia Lathrop. Give you a heads up, 91-92, <laughs> we were being all going to act like 25-6. But, but, but you're right, you're talking about yeah. Division Two, yeah. Yeah. It, and it's uh, it's going to be crazy here, yes. I think. Over, like, we had a crazy week in D1, I mm-hmm. think that's what we're going to see for, in D2. For me, but you're going to have those top teams. I don't yeah. think, I don't see those top teams in, in Division Two losing. I mean, Catholic Central comes back, and they were down 15 to Grand Rapids Christian. South Christian's still out there. I mean, it's... Yeah, it, it's it's yeah. exciting. It is uh, for me. It's just the atmosphere during uh, a, a playoff run. It's true, you huh. just you, you can't match the it. vibe. The fourth it's just, quarter. It's just you know so, when games are close. It's, it's just the it's, crowd, the energy, yeah. and the aura, and yeah. the the idea that it's winner go home, and you know finally you get. Unfortunately, we're in a day and age. There's so much to do. You don't have a lot of fans showing up at these regular season games like right. you used to. Yeah. But for the playoffs, they come out in yeah. droves. So you, you get that vibe in the gym, oh, yeah. and everyone's mm-hmm. jacked, and everyone's oh, yeah. ready to go. And yeah. and, and it, you know, it's like a it's like a prize fight. You know, you got guys that are just swinging it out, and and the best team's going to win. And the the team that loses is going to be on the canvas. Got to uh, you know pick themselves up, dust themselves off, and and go prepare for for 2020. But yep. 2019 still moving, and we got mm-hmm. a lot of a lot of really good basketball in front of us. And every yeah. once in a while, you get those teams you know that rise up out of yeah. nowhere, yeah. just yeah. pull something out of like a rabbit out of the hat. Yeah. Right. And uh, and for those guys, and for us who all you know, we all played high school sports. Yep. You know that mean that you, that lives with you forever. Right. You'll have reunions yeah. just to talk about that yeah. game. Yeah. yeah. 10, yep. 15, 20, 25 years. I run now. into guys that I played yeah. basketball with 20 years ago, and yeah. the first thing we start talking about, remember that game yeah, and that shot right. and yes. that huddle? Yes. I mean, yes. it's like. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And now, thankfully, because everyone has recording devices and stuff, you've right. got multiple angles of a lot of this that you can compile yeah, I got to watch, and enjoy it. I got to watch the uh, Adams Clarkston upset from California. So I mean, I'm watching it on my phone. Right, it's great. That was, pretty, pretty, was it Oxford TV? Uh, I think it was Lake Orion doing the broadcast. Okay. Nice, nice. And they do have quite a production. Yeah, Every time they I do. go to Lake Orion, it's always solid. Like, wow. This oh is, yeah. Is, I hope you guys are like 18 and two this year. It was year. the Lake Orion <laughs> Audio Visual Club that were uh, giving us the the, the, the streaming. Uh, 
the, the upset and the streaming form. All right, check out TJ's show. rankings at our website, statechampsnetwork.com. How many are you going to do? How many more are you going to do? Uh, or, or we just done? finished the That's last it. final okay. rankings. Okay. Um, you know, UAD Jesuit, I think New Haven's at number one, Beecher's okay. at number uh, one yeah. in Division Three, and yeah. then um, Buckley, I believe, is number one in Division Four. Okay, so that's how Brimley. Uh, uh, Brimley. Yep. Yes. yes. All right. So check that out at our website, of course, Bernie's Bites. You've got good stuff going there. We'll have new rundowns going, too. Um, so, again, thank these two gentlemen. We're going to get a, a quick catch-up in what's happening in girls. They're wrapping the regular season, all the championships going on now. Matt Mowry will join me next. Fundraising should be fresh, flavorful, and simple. We have the perfect solution at Hungry Howie's. Dough Razor. Your team or school can sell paper pizza certificates that can be redeemed for one medium pizza at participating locations. We've been doing this fundraiser for about four years and it's the easiest and best and most profitable fundraiser they have in Michigan. Go to doughraiser.com to learn more and sign up. Your next fundraiser comes with flavored crust. Welcome to Hungry Howie's Dough Razor. Welcome back to Michigan High School Hang Time. Matt Mowry is here. It's good to see you. Good to see you. You can read all of his stuff at statechampsnetwork.com. He has been all over the place, as a lot of us have, and uh, just kind of running around. Uh, But he's been focusing on what's been happening in girls basketball. They have now got into kind of championship mode for their leagues. Uh, The cream's rising to the top, but we had big news that was announced on Thursday. The list came out for the Miss Basketball finalists. Who are they? Well, uh, it was a good day for MSU basketball. Let me put it that way. Three of them are going to Michigan State. One is going to Mississippi State. So, uh, obviously we have uh, Rakia Jackson who's going to Mississippi State. She was the no-brainer on the list. You you knew she was going to be on there. Joining her are Gross Point North's Julia Aral, who's going to Michigan State. Uh, Heritage's Mo Joyner, who's going to Michigan State. And their future teammate from Muskegon, Eliza Winston, the point guard. So, that is a power-packed lineup and uh, Susie Merchant has to be happy this morning because just like on signing day that's uh, kind of a windfall when you can bring in three people who are uh, finalists for an award in your state in your own state by the way too so that's that's a heck of a heck of a coup for them that's four quality players we we talked about the the list you know being maybe five or six or seven deep that that you could have legitimately put in that top four but uh, that's a heck of a foursome right and and just four are you surprised not surprised. I think they kind of wanted to keep it slim like they did with the boys. Both boys and girls had four this year, so kind of keep it compact so you can keep the voting, you know, not not too spread out between a bunch of candidates. So I think that's kind of the, the way they've been going recently. Okay. Uh, so what are some of the news? Uh, obviously, we're going to have uh, the Wayne Memorial Brighton girls game. That's our main event this week, the KLAA title game. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wayne uh, gets the best of Brighton in that one, uh, really playing well as they get ready for the playoffs, and there's some, you know, Know, a lot of other league championships happening now too. Yeah, there was a lot of beating up uh, between the Division One teams, and it started all the way back on last Monday when Dewitt and East Lansing got together. Uh, then East Lansing came and, and played. Uh, they they hosted Saginaw Heritage a day or two ago, and that you know Heritage came out on top there. So there's been a lot of it, you may have seen some pristine records for D1 teams going into the last two weeks, and that's kind of changed a little bit with how much those top ranked teams are playing each other. So Midland Dow beat uh, Carmine team that had played a lot of the top teams in the uh, Saginaw Valley Championship game, and and Molly Davis had another 
night to you know remember. Yeah. Uh, they captured their first uh, Saginaw Valley League title since 2015, and then so Julie. She's not a Miss Basketball finalist. No, but at least they no, got that. They got a lot yes, of hope for yes, this they do have right. hardware. Yeah. Yes, uh, and, and Julie Aralt helped guide Gross Point North. I don't think anybody three months ago thought anyone was. And that MAC Red is so tough, and right. so it's just jam packed with teams that that should you know be able to be contenders. And they skated all the way through um, the the regular season and the the red white tournament in in the MAC without without a loss, which I think is you know that's Cousineau did it a couple of years ago, but that's a rare feat to go through all of those unscathed. Um, and she's been kind of dealing with a little bit of a hand issue. She's got some ligaments uh, mm-hmm. in her thumb, but she refused to get a cast because you want to go out swinging in your senior year, and so she's going to go down hard. And then obviously, as you said, Brighton and uh, Wayne got together uh, for the KLA championship on Tuesday. And you know that I saw, and again, remember I sent you that text. I was like, they hadn't played since 2011. Yeah, well, it, part part of that is because you know the KLA has is not a, an incredibly old conference. Correct. It's really only you know eight or nine years old when even before the LVC team split off um but it, some of it is just the way the old tournament used to be. Unless you were, you know, the final two, you yeah. wouldn't cross over. Right. And now it's the top two. And for a while, quite honestly, before this recent little run, Wayne Memorial was not very good. <laughs> right, I don't. Right. They don't like to be yeah. reminded of that. But yeah. it was. It was a program that was way, way, way down. And they've come quantum leaps, you know, forward. And so there really wasn't a whole lot of opportunity for those two uh, teams to meet. But. Uh, and, Mary, and I was going to say, and one other thing is Marion wins. Marion wins the Catholic League title again. Yeah. You know, for their eight hundred billionth in a row. It seems like it's. Uh, I think it's three out of the last four, and I'm going to blank on the numbers right. now. But yeah, it's it's, it's they've lot. they've won a lot and they've been there a lot. You know, like like in uh, in the KLAA where Wayne I think has been in the last five championship uh, games and they've won three out of the last four. Um, it's it's obviously yeah. Marion's kind of controlled that league in the last couple of years at least. Is there anything we're about to get districts going? Sure. Um, what is it next week that you're looking forward to? You think that uh, is going to be, you know, you know, we may see the biggest surprises or we're going to get some of the best games. Well, it's, off the top of your head, yeah. Kind of it, some of, yeah, some of it is just going to be just like we saw in the boys on on Monday, where you have a, a contender go right. in and all hyped up about their nice record, and the nice shiny record goes poof when you lose in the first round. Right. That happens a lot. a lot. Yeah, and and some of it is just you know that, that's anything can happen in the postseason. You know, throw out all the cliches, but yeah, that's going to be it's going to be interesting to see who can survive unscathed because I think you know, especially in D one where we've got such a list of say, contenders. That's the most competitive. Yeah, yeah, which you know, all of them if they survive until week two, then then we start to go, okay, well, who's going to be here? And that's where I think I think you see some of those crossover games that we've already seen, you know, interconference and intersectional games where we've seen you know teams match up will be interesting because now they've already played, you know, so a Heritage and a East Lansing if they run into each other in the playoffs. Well, they've got a little bit of tape on each other, and they obviously right. know how each other plays. So yeah. it's going to be interesting to see. You know, some some of the contenders that have been in districts with each other before. I think I believe East Lansing and, and Dewitt are, are split up. Brighton and Heartland, even though they're seven miles apart, right. are in different districts. Right. So it'll be interesting to see how how you know how many of those can survive until the next week, and then 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 that's when the party really starts, and some of the contenders really start to get tested. 
Finally, then, as far as rankings go, you'll be putting out what one one, one more? more? Yep, one more before uh, before the end. I'll try to get that out Saturday if I can or Sunday. You know, and we'll have the full uh, pairings on the website as we've got for the boys, and you can follow that throughout the uh, postseason as we get scores that come in and we get coverage. We'll link to it on the on the pairings page. Okay, and we'll talk about it here on Hang Time. So uh, he is Matt Mowry, and uh, again, girls get going next week. Uh, they'll be playing again. Remember the. State finals are now at Calvin College, Calvin College yep. so that'll be taking place at the end of the month. We'll be following it all the way right through here. Okay, coming up next, uh, Dan Young will be here. We actually had our Mr. Basketball list announced late last week. Didn't get a chance to talk about it here. Uh, we'll go over that Final Four next. Coaching basketball is a rewarding and challenging pursuit, but you don't have to do it alone. The Basketball Coaches Association of Michigan are here to support you. BCAM is the largest coaches association in the country with nearly 6,000 members representing college, high school, and middle school ranks. Members have access to drills, clinics, job opportunities, and it's the only way to vote for our annual awards, including Mr. and Miss Basketball. Join today by visiting BCAM.org because better coaching always matters. So, I got my start in officiating when a friend told me I should try it. At first, I just did basketball and I got hooked. Before long, I added baseball, softball, football, and volleyball. I really enjoy giving back to the game, working with kids, and working with my local association to recruit and train new officials. I would like to say to anybody that officiating is a great way to help kids and stay connected to the game. We always need new officials. There's help wanted, just listen. segment of this week's uh, newly streamlined Michigan High School Hang Time, and we have Dan Young here, the Executive Director of the Basketball Coaches Association of Michigan, otherwise known as BCAM. How are you doing, bud? Great, doing great. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Of course. Always great to have you, and it's always an exciting time when we finally get to hear who are the finalists for Mr. Basketball. We talked about Miss Basketball in the segment right before this. Uh, Mr. Basketball came kind of late last week, uh, and this is a final four of... Um, impressive, impressive young men. Yeah, a little different having the boys first this year. Yeah. All the uh, presentations and awards are coming first, but and the girls will be coming right right soon. In fact, they were announced today. Yeah. Uh, yeah, great group for uh, very deserving players. I mean, you talk about Joe Moon from John Glenn, who uh, who ha- has had a monster senior year and maybe wasn't on the radar no. coming into his senior year, which is exciting for young kids coming up that uh, improvement and uh, putting up great numbers and leading your team uh, to a lot of great games and uh, breaking the school record of Nick Daniels at John Glenn this year. Yeah, uh, Nick played for me. I know how good he is. He played at Oakland yes. and uh, just graduated from Oakland. Really proud of him. And so Joe's a great kid, they say, and uh, very deserving. Good guard, still unsigned. Yeah. Is starting to really... This this could help him, yes, uh, for sure. Uh, the other three guys are already signed and, and uh, delivered to their schools. So. Yeah, and B. Artis White and 
and who is another Mr. Basketball finalist we'll talk about next. They went up against Joe Moon in uh, last night's uh, semifinal, and it was Canton coming out on top. Uh, not a real surprise. Canton, you know, 19-1, and I think, now on the year and really playing their best basketball. Uh, and uh, it's always cool when you got two Mr. Basketball finalists going head-to-head, two point guards, uh, no less, uh, going head-to-head. And, uh, you know, you have an opportunity. This is unique that, uh, you know, you have you get a chance to see you know living in that area get a chance of seeing Canton and seeing B artists uh, for his career and uh, not somebody I would say who was under the radar I say was came in full steam to his senior season and did not disappoint B artists has developed so much under under Jim Reddy at Canton High School his his skill level has gotten so much better you can tell. And we have heard that he puts a tremendous amount of time in the gym. His body is much stronger than a year year ago. He might be the quickest player I've ever seen. He is just, it looks like he's not, he, the way he steps away and, and, and gains space. Uh, yeah. People say he's small, but he creates so much space with his quickness. He finishes better at the basket. He's a very good passer. He leads them in steals and most games leads them in rebounding. Yeah. And um, his dad, Benny White, is a former Spartan yeah. and uh, current coach at Birmingham Groves, and just one of the real good guys in in our yeah in well, our sport. No, no question. Uh, no question. So, B. Artist is very deserving. Yeah. Going to Western Michigan to play for Steve Hawkins, they're very excited about him. Uh, he's 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 and he shoots it great too. I'm yeah. deep NBA three type range. I know another uh, school that's excited that uh, they have a young man coming next year, and that would be. DePaul and New Haven's wow. Romeo Weems. What can he say again? Had it a, uh, it was kind of a real odd duck that happened yesterday in the fact that they went up against an Algonac team who was 0 20 in the uh, semifinals of the districts. Uh, but again, he had another outstanding year. It doesn't matter who you line up against him. Uh, 6 7, uh, just uh, unbelievable uh, wherever you space him on the floor. Yeah, has, has that uh, great. Basketball body, uh, lean but getting stronger. Uh, has always been pretty strong as far as his legs. His body's really developed, uh, and he he's had uh, he had a game of uh, a quadruple double the other day, which in a thirty-two minute high school game <laughs> crazy. is hard. Yeah, blocks, rebounds, uh, either steals or assists. I think it was uh, assists and points. Yeah, and. There's a lot of games where he is not the leading scorer and very well could be. So that's a credit to him being a good teammate and is very well coached by Tadero France, the second. Yeah, they are and, focused um, on the state title, no doubt about they, it. That's what uh, they want. He's, he's a beast, mm-hmm. and he's, he's been the, the leader in the, in the house for, in the camp for many, yeah. many uh, you, you know, you see him coming up and say, he definitely could be Mr. Basketball when he's a senior. No doubt. I mean, um, if, you, if you're playing with USA Basketball, then that's kind of a natural association that you would put together. So he's um, he made the list. Yeah, 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 he made the list. Uh, I think another guy we could talk about quickly is uh, Chandler Turner, the 6'6 guard out of Detroit Renaissance, Mr. PSL this year. And really, uh, considering the turmoil and what that team went through uh, in the beginning of the season for them to rally as they did, they got to the PSL championship, uh, did not win it. 
and uh, I believe their season is done now as of what as too but this is a kid uh, who had an amazing year um, and was really really just you know I, I kind of think about strength when I see him, what he was able to do, PSL obviously is always, uh, you know, oh, so every, tough. Every game is very tough. Such a grind. Um, going to Bowling Green, um, 23 points, 9 rebounds, 7 assists a game. Great player. Great length. Bowling Green got a good player. Yeah. Uh, has a real motor. Uh, plays really hard. Does a lot of things well. Finishes great around the rim. Great in-between guy in the lane. Uh, defender, block shots. Uh, runs the court hard. Yeah, and the, the situation at Renaissance was very, you know, disappointing for us as as our uh, coaching fraternity. Yes, but the kids um, rallied, and yes, he yeah. rallied, and uh, good for him. Yeah, he deserves it. Absolutely. So, what about voting? What do the coaches have? What's their deadline? We are in the process of voting right now, so the numbers are uh, coming in, and we have till March fourth at nine p.m. So we're, uh, which would be Monday, right? Yeah, Monday at nine yep. p.m. So March we're getting. 4th, 4th. Uh, I like to associate a day with the date because I usually don't know what date it is. <laughs> yeah, Monday, March 4th. That's coming up. Yeah. So we're uh, we're in it. We're in the middle of it right now. Okay. And then quickly for the girls, um, you know, as far as voting goes, uh, we talked about it in the previous segment. Rakia Jackson out of Detroit Edison. Mo Joyner out of Saginaw Heritage. Eliza Winston out of Muskegon. And then, of course, uh, Julia Arold out of Gross Point North. What's happening with voting? Because everything's so wacko this year with the girls being after the boys as far as right, tournament goes. Right. So uh, before we go to girls, boys will be announced on Monday March 11th at the Detroit Free Press Building. Okay. And then girls voting will start Wednesday, March 6th, and will end on Monday, uh, the 11th. Beautiful. Dan, thank you. Great. Thank you. Keep watching. Appreciate it. Keep watching.